five, four, three, two, one. Hi, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm very happy to have Stephanie Webb with me from the University of Central Florida. Steffi, how are you? I'm really good, thanks. Um, yeah, I'm uh, super happy to be on this podcast and thank you for choosing me. And I'm super happy to talk about my college tennis journey so far. Awesome. Um, I know you've just come from the conference tournament uh, last week. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that experience. Um, how, how did it all go? What was it like? Yeah, obviously my first conference championship as a freshman. So I came in January and all of these experiences that I'm currently facing are all new to me. Um, but yeah, my first championships went pretty well. We made it to the final um, lost in the final, unfortunately, to a, a pretty good team. Um, but yeah, no, it was all quite new to me and obviously everyone was super excited to play and, you know, we've worked so hard during this whole season. So all we wanted to do was get out and try our best and do the best we can. But I guess we just fell short and, um, we're just super happy to also have reached the NCAAs, uh, which is kind of like next week. Um, so, yeah, just training super hard, practicing, and, um, yeah, we hope the NCAAs will give us a good run. Wow, congrats. Uh, do you guys know who you're, who you're playing yet? Uh, no, we don't know yet. I believe we know the draw on Monday. Um, okay. But I think we are either headed to Gainesville or North Carolina. Awesome. You're going to love it. I only got to play in one NCAA tournament uh, the whole time I was at college, but it was definitely a highlight. There's, um, there's a lot more pressure. There's a lot more on the line. Just touching on that, how have you felt the transition into college from, from juniors in terms of pressure, in terms of um, performances? What are the big differences? Yeah, honestly, like this was a big change for me, um, obviously, when you're back home and you're not a part of a team kind of environment and I'm just so used to working with a one-on-one -on -one coach who would travel with me and play specific tournaments and now all of a sudden you're playing for something much bigger than yourself and, you know, you're facing a group of nine people and, you know, you're all in it together and kind of nothing is about you anymore. And I guess the biggest change for me was when I had played my first match and there was a whole crowd and, you know, there was girls who were on court six screaming for court one and cheering and court two for court four and all this sort of stuff. So I guess I wasn't so adjusted to that yet. Um, obviously playing a normal match at an ITF level or something like that, there's, you know, there's everything is super quiet, but at this level there's just you know, people are screaming and yelling and cheering and there's just so much that you have to deal with on court while still trying to be focused. So I guess that for me was the biggest change. Um, but yeah, look, I'm enjoying it. It's, you know, the team environment is just so good to be around and, you know, all the girls have to be super supportive of each other and because we all, you know, all of our wins combined, you know, that this means this means everything for the team and, you know, if one loses, we all lose and if one wins, we all win. So I guess, um, yeah, the more we push each other and the more we better ourselves, we hope to get some good results. Wow, awesome insight. And for those that don't know, 
the UCF tennis teams actually play at the at the National Tennis Center in in Orlando, uh, which is a pretty it's a pretty big uh, facility, and there's a lot of seating. When when there's a crowd there, you really do uh, feel the atmosphere. So that's a privilege in itself. Um, but one thing I wanted to touch on was uh, the difference between a team and an individual. When you're a junior, you have your own coach. You can sort of choose what you work on, when you work. I think you have a little bit more freedom. Um, how is it adjusting? I know a lot of my recruits, that's, a, that's something that they find difficult. Um, how are the coaches at UCF? How's your experience been so far? Yeah, I mean, so, well, first things first, I, you know, obviously being with a coach one-on-one is much easier to work on something that you want to work on and because all of their attention is focused on you. Um, However, when I did come here, it's kind of like a group basis. So if you need to work on something, kind of like everyone will work on it or you do kind of like what the whole team does and even in the gym, like you – are probably used to getting your own program um, and what you need to work on but the whole team kind of does the same workout and the same you know gym kind of like method and training and practice kind of every day and I guess when you're by yourself and with a coach or back home or playing tournaments um, everything is on you and everything is so focused about you and I guess you have more of that attention um, because it's one-on-one. But um, with a team environment, obviously there's eight girls, so two coaches, uh, obviously, you know, the attention's not always on you, but um, definitely, you know, the coaches have been super helpful. Uh, There's Brian Konyetko, who is the head coach, and Lloyd Bruce Burgess, who's also our assistant coach. And they've been super good for me, um, super helpful and Honestly, like it's good because we have our team practices in the morning and then we have an optional individual in the afternoon So, um, and we can get as many as we want. So, you know, you have that team kind of aspect but then also if you really need to work on something or you feel like something is missing from your game, you also have that option. But again, obviously juggling with school and we have fitness every day now, um, that can get hard and you know my days don't finish until sometimes 6 p.m like I'm starting my days at 6 a.m and we have gym and then we practice and then we have you know we've got to eat lunch and then we have class and then we're going back to practice and you know everything's just so full on but I guess you do get kind of in the routine and once you're adjusted everything kind of settles in quite nicely. Not only that, uh, you actually miss it when you finish. I can tell you that right now. Um, yeah. I, I, that was my favorite part of the college experience was, you know, I would leave my apartment at, at uh, sometimes I would leave as early as seven in the morning and I wouldn't be back until seven in the evening. And, um, and just having a whole full day and, and getting into bed in the evening and being like, wow, like I really achieved a lot today, uh, you know, in my sport, in the classroom, socially. Um, yeah, it's, it's an amazing experience in that sense. Um, I think the other, the other great thing about working in a team is that you can also learn from your, your fellow teammates. Um, what are some things that you've learned from them in, in your first year in college? I guess, well, as a team, we're pretty close. So, um, if one has a flaw, then 
none of us are shy to, you know, kind of say what's wrong and, you know, to, to tell one another that you need to do better and this is why. And I think that's that's a really good aspect to have because, you know, if something needs to be changed, then it needs to be changed and nothing can be kind of, you know, covered or forgotten about. You know, we deal with it then and there. And I guess my two captains, um, one's a fifth-year senior and another one's a senior, so they're about to graduate. But I guess they're both super strong and they're super resilient and they have kind of taught me um, how to be so determined and to push through everything because obviously days are really long and some days you you kind of feel like you need a break or you need to give up or something like that and they've kind of said well hey look you know you you need to push through and this is for the team and like you need to look something look for something beyond yourself and um I guess that's what has made me push even further and push my limits even further and you know they obviously being here for five years kind of teaches you time management and um really just practicing and and just at your very best every single day and it's day in day out and you know we get one day rest per week and when you're in season you know, you have matches and, you know, sometimes three or four matches back to back and you're traveling and you need to catch a flight and then the next day you're playing. So I guess they've just taught me how to be super resilient and just understand, you know, certain aspects of college um, and obviously the difficult moments that can arise and how to deal with them better. Love it. Love it. And, um, I think a lot of people probably thought that you might have just gone straight uh, professional after after finishing your juniors career. Um, I'd love to just talk a little bit about your decision process in 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 making the choice to come to college. Um, what what were some of the defining factors on going to college in general, and then why UCF? Well, to be quite honest with you, I didn't want to go to college about three years ago, two years ago. Um, I told my parents, look, I'm not going to college. Um, I want to go straight onto the pro circuit. And at this stage, I was only 15 or 14. And um, they said, well, look, hey, you know, we want, you don't have to go to college, but we still want you to do the subjects that will enable you to go to college. And in two or three years time, when you do graduate, you can make that decision. Um and obviously now I thank them because they made me pick subjects that would, you know, make me eligible to come to college. And, you know, it's there's just so many players, especially from Australia, because we're so far away from everyone else. And we kind of find ourselves in a bubble a lot of the time. And we're playing the same people over and over again and the same tournaments and the same you know, even practice, it's just a constant repetitive thing. And I guess you're not playing players from all over the world because we're so isolated. Um, So I think for me coming to college, you know, I get to play with many different girls. I mean, I have girls who, you know, there's a girl on my team from Russia. There's a girl on my team from India. Then I have a couple of Americans and I have a German. So honestly, we're, we're practicing with girls from all over the world. And I guess for me, I came here and to UCF because I really liked um, the coaches and I think that's a big part of college tennis is 
you have to like your coaches and you you have to, you know, kind of have that bond with them and, um, you know, if you don't have that, then I guess that that's the main part. You want to better your tennis. This is why you came here. And I guess there are just so many because it's just so hard to get onto the pro tour these days and I guess everything is so unknown and I'm only 18 years old. So to make such a big decision so early on in your life, it's it's super hard to make and at this age you kind of still feel lost and you still don't know where you want to go. And I guess, you know, coming to college you are in a team and people are so supportive because obviously tennis, it's it's you and yourself only. But not only that, it's just, you know, travelling the, the expenses or if you don't have no funding from, you know, like an association or an organisation there, it's just so hard to do it by yourself. And if you want a coach there, you know, with you, obviously you need someone there if you want to better your tennis. You know, doing it by yourself is almost impossible you know um and I guess having someone there obviously everything costs money and if you're flying and you have accommodation and food it it all accumulates and I guess that puts pressure on you to do well at at such tournaments and to make you know what you spend plus you know if you want profit and you want this to be your job so Everything is so unknown and I guess so many players are coming to college now because, you know, you get really good match play, you, you're on a scholarship so you do get funding um, and everything is, you know, paid for and you just, you better yourself and then when you get to that four-year period and you're like, okay, look, I can go pro now, I feel ready or maybe not, you know, this this is enough for me and this was my career and I'm proud that I made it to college and, you know, especially a Division One college, like it's it's one of the biggest achievements considered in the US. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's really good for me, and so far I'm enjoy I'm enjoying it. I mean, I've currently been injured, so I haven't been playing for four weeks. But as a freshman, playing at number two and sometimes playing at number one has been really good and really challenging. And obviously, you know, coming very, very close to beating a lot of the top girls in college um, has been, you know, super exciting. And I can't wait for my sophomore year. Yeah, it's been really exciting for me to be to follow your progress. And um, it is a massive achievement to play at number one and to be playing majority of your matches at number two in your first year. And anything can happen. You're, you're 100% right. You know, four years at an institution like UCF and and you can really develop into a, a circuit level player. There's no doubt about that. But you you have traveled on your own before and, and you told me a little bit before the podcast about your times traveling as a junior um, by yourself. Um, how is it how's it been different from how you've adapted to to college in the US? Yeah, so definitely, I mean I've just traveled with myself and my dad and it's just been us two. So it's obviously very lonely and I guess you have to manage a lot of things by yourself and I guess when you come to college it's you know you have so many girls who you travel with and you have so much fun with and I guess yeah we we go super hard on the tennis court but then you also have that time out where you're like hey we're catching a flight and you know there's just so many fun times even at the airport or the hotel that we're staying at or something like that whereas when you're by yourself you just it's the same excitement it's just not 
you know, with so many people. And I guess um, with the girls that are here, I've just made, we're super close. And obviously, you know, they've become friends and family to me. So um, it's something that I've enjoyed a lot. And obviously when you travel by yourself, you have no friends um, who come with you all the way from Australia. So I guess um, when you have those group of people, you know, who travel with you, it just makes it, you know, a, a more enjoyable experience, I guess. But yeah. Totally. And um, I just want to know what, what are you studying and, and how are your courses going so far? So I am currently studying sports psychology um, and my courses Honestly, like freshman year has been okay. Like I remember when I finished year 12 last year, um, I didn't want to look at the school books for a whole year. I didn't want to touch them. I didn't want to, you know, I was so excited to finish my last exam that, you know, I had nothing left to give for school after doing 14 years. And I guess I was super excited to just have that time where I could just focus on my tennis because last year was super consumed by school. And, you know, I think I played something like eight to 10 tournaments for the whole year. So, you know, my parents were like, Steph, you've done 13 years of school. This is your last year, Um, you know, kind of make it count. And I guess for the Aussie listeners, they would know about scored and unscored programs. And obviously my parents were like, well, yeah, we do want you to do scored because you've worked so hard all these years and we kind of don't want that to go to waste. And so I did that. And um, I didn't want to look at my, I remember my last exam, I didn't even study for it. Um, I, I had not, I just, I, my mind was telling me to study, but I was just like, you know, I just couldn't physically get to my table anymore. There was um, nothing left in the but, tank. But, yeah, there was just nothing left. And so my freshman year um, so far, because it's obviously, you know, almost coming to an end. But, um, you know, school has been fine. It's been good to adjust to. You know, so many kids in Australia have to do a compulsory of six subjects, but it's not like that here. You kind of have – I mean, I'm currently taking four subjects and they're general courses, minor, you know, uh, biology, chemistry and uh, psychology and a theatre. So – it's, um, you know, some are easier than others. Obviously, the three subjects that are most hard is obviously psych, um, bio and chem. But, yeah, I mean, so far it's it's been quite okay and obviously I would I would for sure say if it was hard or not, but even for me it's, uh, it's, it's quite easy. And I guess, you know, there's three subjects that I'm taking online. One is a mixed mode. Um, so I could go in class or do it online. Um, but yeah, so it's just super convenient having to do one class online and then three others, oh, sorry, one class in person and three others online, because I guess you can just work at your own pace and kind of get ahead or, or stay back if you need. Um, but you have that kind of flexibility. I guess if I had four subjects that were um, in person, I it would be a much different scenario. I'd be missing a lot more classes and because of practice. And then, you know, you have tutoring, so you have all the help that you can get um, to kind of succeed, not only on the tennis court, but kind of with, you know, your education and your major that you choose. Right. And um, last question, um, if you could give any advice... I mean, we've covered a lot of it so far, but if you could give one little bit of gold 
to maybe someone who's who's back in Australia who's kind of thinking about college and and they're not quite sure uh what what would it be so honestly I was in these same shoes um about six months ago I didn't know if I wanted to go to college I was kind of in that kind of mixed headspace and honestly I would say take your opportunity and grab it with both hands and at the end of the day if you don't like it you can always stop and you can do something else but once that opportunity is gone you can't take it back and as much as you would have wanted it to it just won't happen so you know as soon as you finish school um you know you're only for about a year so you really need to make a decision but you know if you try it there's nothing you can kind of lose everything is to gain um and if you don't like it you can always say hey look I tried it it wasn't for me so I look for another option or another route but at the end of the day I'm almost certain that you know 80% of people like it um and you know it you, it just becomes a new kind of lifestyle and obviously you're halfway around the world so you're seeing new places and, you know, you're meeting new people and friends and this sort of stuff. So um, at the end of the day, like, you know, it's it would be considered a missed opportunity if, if you don't try. Um, yeah. Wise words. Stephanie, thank you so much. I'd love to have you back on the podcast in, in another year just to do another update and, and see how things are going. And yeah. um, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that have, have taken at least one thing from this uh, conversation that we've had. So thank you so much. Yeah. No, thank you.